0: an old message Ant-Man, Ant-Man, i know you know, i know you know that it's frankie i'm griffin i'm molly and we're going into the superverse 2 years and and we made it we're here the end of phase three, the end of the Infinity Saga, Avengers Endgame. But
1: not the end of this podcast.
0: No, 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 no. Far from it. But uh, yeah, wild to think about. We started this podcast when WandaVision came out. When WandaVision came out, that was the end of like a two-year MCU drought. We hadn't had anything come out since uh, Spider-Man Far From Home and Everyone was fiending for something all through COVID. We had to witness Black Widow get delayed, everything else get shuffled around, and we were so excited. And even then, you know, thinking about like the, the distance in time in 2021, when we started this podcast, Endgame to me had already felt like a, a moment in history. And now thinking about it being four years old is wild. How, so wild
1: how long were you anticipating this movie
0: an incredibly long time i mean i can tell you that like from the moment that marvel announced the phase three slate and you know things changed but originally it was infinity war part one and part two and then it, it happened that when infinity war was announced it was no longer considered part one and it was there was so much uh secrecy and trickery around what the fourth Avengers movie would be called it was so fun that like we didn't even know the name of it and then like I remember like being at work and like scrolling through my phone and my aunt like shared uh like the official like Marvel page had posted the end game trailer but they didn't call it that and I like watched like five seconds of it and then I was like wait <laughs> what and I like ran back to my desk and like put my headphones on so I could watch it So they
1: just kind of dropped it with no fanfare. That's
0: my understanding. Either that or I just wasn't paying attention if they were doing some sort of social media stuff. But yeah, it was just like, here it is.
1: So when Infinity War came out and Doctor Strange says we're in the endgame now, we didn't know that it was going to be called Endgame.
0: No. And actually...
1: Wasn't there something where someone guessed it and they were like, no, that's not it? That's
0: what I was going to say. Because people were like going crazy trying to figure out what it would be. And the Russos were like, yeah, like it wasn't said in Infinity War. And then it came out, and everybody's like, so they just fucking lied. They were just like, yeah, we're not, we're not going to cop to this. <laughs> like, just keep you guessing. People had all sorts of ideas. And I do think, like, as a name, Endgame was the best because some no, of the perfect. fan theories were pretty rough. Um,
1: it would be, it would make better sense for a, uh, um, a X-Men movie because isn't in game a chess term? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. That would be really cool. You get the double layer of the meaning with, with X-Men. Um, but yeah, I mean, the hype was real. Uh, and I think I talked about this on the Infinity War episode, but like well before Infinity War came out, probably in like 2016, because I think that's when they started shooting for both of these. They shot them back to back. I think.
1: Yeah, they shot him at the same time. Yeah. Because the cast was struggling.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, of course. And um, there were set photos of uh, Tony in, like, his, like, kind of, like, shield outfit, like, security outfit. There was Captain America in his, like, 2012 Avengers costume, but he was also with Ant-Man, and you could see that they had, like, the little yeah, like very things on. And everybody was like, what the fuck is this? And then Infinity War came out, and we're like, okay, none of that was in this movie. So what's coming next? Um, I mean, people so, assumed
1: time travel, obviously. I mean, that was, I think that the obvious guess.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. The prevailing guess and the, and the correct guess, because how else would they have done it? Um, there were like some theories about it would be like Tony's, uh, like the barf augmented reality device from civil war that never, that never really, really came back. Um, except for in, Far from home, and uh, yeah, I just I remember being on Reddit and just like seeing all of people's crazy theories, and of course you had like the outliers of people that thought that for some reason this movie would like introduce or bring back like Wolverine and just like crazy shit like that. Where I'm like, no, we are have
1: to wait like fifteen more years for that.
0: <laughs> this is no time to be introducing new Ten characters. Years, maybe. Um, unfortunately, at that time. I had not discovered the Marvel Studios spoilers subreddit, which is a pretty cool resource to see like leaks. I don't like looking at actual spoilers. So like there are like full plot leaks of like most movies that come out, like, you know, at least weeks in advance. I never look at those, but it's really cool to seeing like some behind the scenes production stuff. The Endgame plot was leaked in its entirety, like a month before the movie came out. And it is very funny to go back and look at the threads because like one of the leaks is like 95% like on the money and people hated the ending so much in that little bubble. They're like, why would Steve like go back in time? Like, I can't believe they killed Tony. Like all this, They're like it's not going to work. And then it came out and people are like, well, I think some people probably stood by it, but a lot of people were like, this is kind of proof that you can read a plot and it might not work like that. But, like, when you see it, you're like, oh, now I understand.
1: Well, also people that are, like, in that Reddit are probably, like, they don't want an ending like that anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't, they want Tony to keep going, like. Yeah. And Cap. Like, they don't want an end to their. to the game. To their series, yeah.
0: (laughs) It's totally a mixed bag, but uh, all that to say that when the actual movie was coming out, I mean, I distinctly remember we would go see most at the time. We were living in Bethesda, Maryland. We would go to the Arclight, that was our spot. And I Which remember like going is no to. no
1: more RIP Arclight. Yeah,
0: now it's a AMC. I don't I mean. know. Bit of a downgrade. Uh, but I remember going, and it was like it was definitely like the Thursday night showing because that's what we were doing. Probably like started at like seven. And I remember like going to the food court. We were getting dinner and stuff. And I think we were there with our friend Dylan. And I was so incredibly <laughs> dehydrated <laughs> because I, I worked that day and I remember like, you know, usually I have my morning coffee, I have my waters and stuff. And after like two o'clock, I was like, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm not fucking going to the bathroom during this movie because I knew Infinity War was hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> and uh that wasn't gonna happen.
1: I forgot how long this movie was when we like put it on to watch it. I was like, Oh my god, three hours. I forgot about all like all your anxiety about it.
0: Oh yeah. Like honestly, that the day like before that was like my main concern was I need well, to. Well, and you pee. were just
1: so nervous. I was very
0: nervous. Yeah, I was extremely nervous.
1: Um, but yeah, the bathroom was a big situation. Not for me. Like I'm. I've never been worried about that. Camel over
0: here. Yeah. No, you're good to go. I am not. I have the bladder the size of a walnut, and I have to be very careful. (laughs)
1: Um. But we did see it the theater. I think we've talked about this a little bit. Like going to the theater for Endgame was one of the most exciting theater experiences because, like, it was people were tingling, and you know we were probably at either the. Maybe the first or second showing of the night. I think it
0: was probably... Well, actually, yeah, maybe it was the second one.
1: Like, maybe some were already in, but, like, no <laughs> one had come dying. out of the movie <laughs> yeah. theater yet. Um, But, like, just the, the hubbub and, like... But also, like, the silence in the theater until a couple of choice moments where people, like, erupted and like, cheers. Oh, and yeah. Stuff like that. Like, I... I don't really enjoy people obviously talking during movies, but I do love a really, like, animated crowd that's, like, kind of responding to movies. Oh, yeah.
0: Like, if you've never gone on YouTube and watched, like, there's a thousand, like, people that just, like, filmed their theater watching this. Yeah. It's, like, so cool because, like, I I don't know if we will ever, like, get something like this in a theater in our lifetime again. Like, it seemed like a real, like, flash in the pan moment
1: know like i felt the same way when we saw the new star wars come out
0: yeah yeah like, that's true when r2d2
1: is revealed and c3po like there was like cheers in the audience for that
0: for sure that's true that's true yeah it was just like i don't know it, it felt like a, like a really triumphant moment that like you know for for a lot of people i mean
1: i don't yeah. think marvel can rep- replicate it again unfortunately. Yeah, definitely
0: not but like some if someone else can do it i hope they do But it was just it's crazy to me thinking about, like, I saw Iron Man in theaters and that came out like right after I got out of middle school and I like went with some friends to go see it. And the fact that like 11 years later, they were just then capping off that that saga, like that story, and they fucking nailed it. Because it didn't, for for a minute, like, you know, they they had Iron Man and then they stumbled for a little bit, but then it started, like, building up steam and it was like, oh, shit, like, are they actually going to be able to pull this off? And even going to the theater, it was like, there was, I was very excited, but there was that, like, edge, like, what if they just, like, what if this is bad? Like, what if if they fuck it up?
1: I don't think audience members or really production companies, like, have the patience to do it again. Mm -hmm. Like, even now with, like, Marvel, it's like, not moving fast enough for... Like, we complain about that all the time. Like, it's not moving fast enough. Like, we want to know, like, what the bigger story is. And it's like, they weren't worried about that in 2008 because, one, they didn't really have a full story, and, two, like, people weren't expecting it. So now, with all these phases, it's like, that's the expectation. So they can't, you know, draw it out like they did
0: then. Yeah, there was no precedent. Yeah. there's no precedent. And then, yeah, after the the build-up was proving to be successful you had warner brothers were fast tracking everything trying to create that same effect and it didn't work because yeah like they had the benefit of they were able to take their time over a decade to build this story up
1: i mean i will say we're, we're coming close to the end of the fast and furious franchise and we'll see what happens in that theater
0: yeah, yeah. We'll see
1: how they cap their series off. I'm pumped in for that, two too. two
0: movies. Say what you will about the series, but uh, they're fun as hell to watch in the theater, and I'm very excited.
1: And, honestly, Mission Impossible. Like, I don't know if they've announced when their last one is, but...
0: Well, it's a, it's a two-parter.
1: So, oh, so they have.
0: So the next one is coming out this summer. This summer. And it's, yeah, Dead Reckoning Part 1. And also, yeah, if, if you have never watched the mission impossible series do yourself a favor catch up and then go see the new one in theaters because we've never seen one in theaters right and i am very excited for that
1: i mean it's not the same because it's not like all these pieces like coming together but it is like a long-standing series of like you know building to a, a peak
0: yeah more and- so
1: with mission impossible like they followed like a somewhat of a plot like that is connective tissue fast and furious like Some of them connect, some of them don't. There's not, like, an overarching... They're
0: freestyling it. And for (laughs) Mission Impossible, uh, that more clicks with my, like, what I was... My sentiment about Marvel in that, like, the quality has actually just, like, gone up, in my opinion. Like, Mission Impossible started good. It's actually pretty similar. So, yeah, the first first one... It's
1: solid. First
0: one's great. Second one, they hit a stumble. You could say that. We got some Thor 2. We got some Iron Man 2s. Then they regained their footing with the third one. And from there it was just like, they upped the stakes and it remained good. Like those are some of the best action movies out right now.
1: Yeah. Also it's like so many more like Marvel MCU is like, we're talking about like 25 movies versus, you know, eight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a different ball game.
1: So, and, and like also just again in like, griff already peaking his lifetime at 25 but before that like when i saw the like last harry potter movie in theaters like it was the same thing it was like so exciting and like that buzz like i definitely think that movies can recapture that buzz
0: yeah i guess yeah that was a, a broad statement i guess it was more like the capping off of a ten year series well and creating like yeah. just capturing that's a very specific thing.
1: Well, but I would say that was like the Harry Potter series. Yeah. That's that true. That was like ten years more. That was like twenty years in the making. Yeah. It started in sure. two thousand and one, I think, the first movie. Yeah. Like fifteen, I guess.
0: Yeah. So that's true. Yeah, I'm excited to see uh who does it next. Um, uh, but let's Let's get into it.
1: Yeah, we've got. I got a lot of notes, so
0: a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, we also watched this on. It was a busy day, but we we squeezed this in. Uh, you know, casual three hour movie watch, no problem. Made it work. A lot of notes.
1: Okay, so my first note, like kind of a weird intro song. Was there significance to that?
0: No idea. Honestly, I didn't pay attention to the lyrics this time or before. I didn't
1: pay attention to the lyrics. I was just like, what is this song?
0: Yeah, I just think it's like, I don't know. Maybe I should look it up. But, it was definitely like, a, a cool way to like, the tone of this movie is very different from Infinity War. Infinity War was just like a, a fast looming, paced, fast pace and also, introduced with a looming sense of dread. And you could say the same thing, about the opening scene, of Endgame, but then that song, tells you that we're gonna be, handling things a little bit differently. And uh, of course we're getting introduced to Hawkeye, not introduced, maybe reintroduced to Hawkeye first and foremost. And of course uh, this lends further credence to the theory that Hawkeye is the key to the Avengers winning any fight that they're in because all the, all the battles that the Avengers have fought when Hawkeye is not present, they have lost. Well, they, you know, they're fighting against Hawkeye in the first Avengers and he's a real thorn in their side. He's not there in infinity war. They get their asses kicked and he's retired in civil war and everything falls apart until he has to come back and help them get their shit together.
1: I do like that. Cause he doesn't have his own thing.
0: Somebody told like an interviewer mentioned that to Jeremy Renner in an interview. Who's so entertained by oh, it. He
1: would have been so <laughs> delighted. I'm sure. Okay. So the song is called dear Mr. Fantasy. It's a 1967 release by the English rock band traffic. Hmm. Um, not only is the song an infectious one this is from Looper but it also deeply resonant to the narrative of Avengers Endgame the more you think about it okay the, the article's kind of long but these are like the lyrics that I guess are the most important play us a tune something to make us all happy do anything take us out of this gloom mm. you are the one who can make us all laugh but doing that you can Doing that, you break out in tears. Please don't be sad. If it was a straight mind you had, we wouldn't have known you all these years. Um, I mean, I guess it, like, makes sense if you think about it. I mean, especially the first part with, like, get us out of this gloom. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And I think it's specifically about Iron Man.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So, anyway.
0: Well... I think it's really cool uh, seeing the Barton family, and you know, knowing that I, I think it was cool that they were consistent with like the actors for the kids, and we we know the family a bit more after I know watching. How the, you
1: feel about children? Yeah, I know. Yeah, talking about the Ant Man episode,
0: but um, especially after watching Hawkeye, and that gives like a lot more depth to his character, and you know how he like feels about his family, and going more in depth about like the the Ronan stuff, and this is like obviously a very short scene, but it's like yeah, cool. We've we've been given more context for it now.
1: I mean, could Kent... Could Clint not have, like, one kid survive or, like, one family member? Like, he loses four people. No,
0: that's the only way it works for for the story. I
1: know, I know, but I'm just saying, like, the odds are not in his favor. No, they are not. Meanwhile, like, Tony's got his whole crew, Mm -hmm. and then look what happens. Right.
0: And also, like, I remember that being a theory, too, is people were wondering, well, this is before Infinity War came out, but I think, again... Bears repeating, but I talked about it in the Infinity War episode about like who would be remaining for Endgame. And I think it was a really good call that it was like the original six plus a couple extras along for the ride, because the way that they told the story just by having them have to reunite, you know, and, you know, kind of like not by choice and having to like repair the relationships that were damaged in the past. And then you also have Rocket and Nebula and like Rhodey and a couple like other people hanging out. So it was cool. It was a good crew.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it it just, like, maybe it, it wasn't obvious at the time, like, when they were deciding it, but, like, it feels so obvious that, of course, it would be the original mm-hmm.
0: ones. Absolutely. I also didn't mention it when we were talking about the hype, but also, I have to give, like, a shout-out to how good the trailers were for this movie, because this is, like, a hard, this is a three-hour-long movie, and yet it's hard to promote without spoiling, or at least, like, you know, showing your hand on what the narrative right, they is going
1: surprises right
0: so like the teaser trailer really cool like extremely light on detail it's almost all it's just stuff like
1: recap
0: well the first one it's all new footage but it's almost everything before like the title card even shows up it's nothing from the the time travel and whatnot the second one is like probably one of like my favorite trailers period and that's all like flashbacks from other movies Tied in with a little bit of new stuff, and I just thought that was all really cool because it, it kept you wondering. Still, the uh, and then we have Tony and Nebula, and a little odd couple.
1: I I think the best part of this movie, and I've said this before, is that the the mashups, the teams. Number one is Tony and Ned. Yeah,
0: like I I I think it's really cool that they we have this gap between like. They're in despair on Titan because all of their friends just died. Jump and they're to like
1: dying. right,
0: jump to them stuck in space after you know making this escape attempt and putting their minds together, and then they're just like hanging out playing paper football. And yeah, I just I thought it was really cool because of course this is how they would both respond. And Nebula is like this asocial weirdo, and Tony has all the charisma. And yeah, it was just like. This is also how they opened one of the trailers, was like him like leaving this message to Pepper, and they like really play it like Tony is dead for like a minute in this movie. Like oh, like Nebula put him comes up in, in his and, yeah, chair, props him yeah. up. I was like, what's happening? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, his his little eulogy at the beginning is like so perfect for him. It's like really good writing and like really good character development, and I feel like that's what we've been trying to we've been looking for in some of the newer movies is like that kind of thing. Like, it's just so him and his character. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't say that about a lot of the like current characters. Like, Oh, that's like, so like that character, you know, like they don't feel so defined.
0: Right. And again,
1: he had 11 years to define this character, but
0: I also think part of it is a consequence of the fact that like Tony Stark and, robert downey jr were the most successful parts of the original mcu and now kind of a common criticism is that they've like tony starked every character yeah they're all like quippy. Everyone's, everyone's witty and so you don't have like the original set of avengers to some extent like black widows always had a little bit of that thor had a little bit of it and then they changed his character later but like he had yeah, he felt very distinct and so they were able like they to, could like, all
1: challenge him, but like in different ways. He was very Except much for maybe his own. Mark
0: <laughs> yeah, he was very much his own person. Um, and this was just like a really good. Yeah, they they the writers of this and Infinity War and Civil War like really understood his character and how to how to play him against other people and not have him just be comedic all the time. He yeah, you can, can do both ways.
1: What if this movie had started with him dying?
0: That was like a theory, and I was like, "There's no fucking way," but like. That would have been, like, wild.
1: Like, he's the new, you know, Phil. Like, they have to people would, avenge him. People
0: would not have accepted that. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, and, the, like, so
1: lackluster. Just,
0: yeah, like dies of lack of oxygen. Uh, I don't think the theater experience would have been as good after that. <laughs> like, boo!
1: Yeah, so, like, would Nebula have just survived? Like, maybe she would have starved to death. But, like, she's like, seems more fine
0: yeah, I mean she's like what? Like mostly robot at this point. I think yeah. she would have died eventually, but yeah, she would have held on for longer, which is still sad. Um, but she would have handled it better, I guess. <laughs> uh but fortunately, our DSX machina uh, Captain Marvel, has been uh dispatched to deep space. They found a ship. I don't know how they found the ship. But just they on managed... her journeys. Yeah. But this was I think this was after she went to she went to Earth first and then was like, I got this. Let me me go pick them up. Uh, Maybe she just knows space really well. She does. I mean, yeah, I know. I don't know. Seriously. She's like, oh, like they were near Titan. Okay, like I'll go look around. Um, And of course, like we I think we discussed this during our Captain Marvel episode. This was all done before Captain Marvel. You know, they had Brie Larson cast and they were writing her into endgame before um the directors and writers of captain marvel had like taken their shot at it so she's kind of like left in this space where she's like not they didn't really commit to like giving her like a full-fledged character you can see like shades of what they ended up doing in captain marvel here but like i do think like her characterization falls a little bit flat because she shows up to help and that's it she's basically like a weapon right she shows up saves tony so
1: few lines leaves
0: She's like, i got to go help the other people and then comes back. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, it is really surprising at how little she's in this.
1: Like, I get the sentiment behind it, but I feel like they should have just communicated more and been like, OK, this is the direction we're going and we're setting it up here. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I wish they had they had done that just a little bit more synchronicity because it just makes Captain Marvel kind of feel like the movie Captain Marvel feel like oh, it's cool, we know who this character is now, and then you go watch Endgame, and you're like, okay, this character is barely even a presence.
1: Like, she's very she's rigid. She's really part of the
0: team. Yeah, exactly. It's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, her attitude, like, makes sense. She's, like, kind of, uh, like, understands the plight, but is also, like, you guys don't understand, like, <laughs> you're so in your bubble of Earth. Right. Like, there's other shit going on, but still.
1: Um, Steve starts the movie with a clean shave. What do you think I'm that means? Disappointed. It was very <laughs> disappointing. It like, it feels like on. he's returning to something, you know?
0: Yeah, it's true. But I'm like, damn, you had a good beard. You had a be- good beard going. Some people would really appreciate that kind of facial hair. And now you're just going and shaving it off? But it was worth it because, you know, he loses the beard. He gets a real shield back. I guess that was the trade he had to make. <laughs> More of that Wakandan arm guard bullshit that wasn't going to cut it.
1: Tony looks terrible. Looks terrible.
0: They did a really good job of making him look, like, super gaunt. He gross. I don't want to look at him.
1: And he's... he's all, like,
0: jaundiced and shit.
1: Once again, taking out all of his anger on Cap.
0: <sighs> yeah, I was, like, conflicted because I'm, like, it's, it's like, so unfair because he's, like, talking about, like, oh, yeah, like I told you we should, like, we needed Ultron. Like, we know how that turned out, man. But at the same time... Like, that was, like, Cap's whole thing is, like, we're, we're here as a team, and then, it like, we're not, they were not a team. They, yeah,
1: but, like, that's it's not, not Cap's fault. It's not his
0: fault. It's not his Tony fault. Tony
1: was the one that tried to kill him.
0: It's true. But at the same time, like, thinking about, like, the events of Infinity War, it's like, of course he's going to feel that way.
1: Also, he did come back. Cap did come back to help.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, but like at the same time like I was watching the scene, I was never like, oh, like Tony you idiot. It's like of course he felt like that. Like he was just like
1: I'm not like, oh, you idiot, but it's like you're mad and so you're blaming like well, yeah, the one sure. person you felt threatened by your whole life. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of layers there. Like who else is he going to go after? Nobody. Like he, he can't be upset with anybody else there because they never at least indicated that they would be like go down fighting everybody else was just kind of like well this sucks but cap was the one to be i mean
1: not true like black widow like she was always in for the fight and then like double crest tony basically yeah like
0: yeah but you're right though it's like his uh, dynamic with steve is like so integral to it and i think that was like really cool like that they addressed it because it would have been so unrealistic to just like jump to The point that they're in later in the movie, like, happily working together. Like, of course, like, the timeline is pretty fast here, you know. Since Civil War happened, it's been, like, a year and a half, like, in-universe. So, of course, he's still pissed. He never, uh, you know, he didn't really get any use out of that flip phone.
1: Right, yeah. Also, exactly, he reached out.
0: Yeah, precisely.
1: Like, capped it, I mean, by sending him that phone.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: And Tony didn't want to call him.
0: No, he didn't. Even, so though, even though Bruce was maybe like... Maybe blame sculling. yourself. Yeah. Tony. He's not capable of that. Well, he no, is, he is. He's he always blaming himself. Yeah.
1: He's just taking it out on Cap. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's fair. It's not fair. I just want them to be friends.
0: Well, we get it again eventually. Just not quite yet.
1: Okay, so then they go after Big T. Yeah,
0: I really like... The, I mean, this is my favorite Captain Marvel moment. Also, Big T. Is that what we're calling him now? Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, when Captain Marvel is like, "Let's go kill Big T," and Captain America is like, "Yep, let's go kill him." Just like, I love that it's like no hesitation. Like, oh, we have the means to do it now. Like, so let's go do it. Like, well, they there's don't no use know in... that
1: they can, but they're like, we can't. We're pretty confident.
0: Well, yeah, it's like, well, we have an opportunity. Guess and... who doesn't
1: go? Guess who doesn't join the team?
0: Well, he would. will T. He would have been pretty useless. He probably would have died somehow. He would, have like, yeah, he would have like landed and like died on impact because he's so weak. <laughs> it's like the same day he got back on Earth. Like, all right, back to space with you.
1: I think it would have been really interesting if this version of Big T had uh lived and been around um uh, to see like them conquer like.
0: How exit. would you, if if you had uh wanted to write the script and have him, how would you have played that? Like, what would they have done? Like, just like what arrested him?
1: No, just like maybe just left him there. Cause they're like, like, you know, because he can't do anything. Yeah. Like if he hadn't like cut off his head, cause they didn't want to kill him. Cause I think they thought that they could they, use him. He could, somehow. he could help. But, um, I mean, I don't know how it would have worked, but I think that, it also might've been really interesting just in the future to have him as like somebody that somebody goes back to and asks for advice Hmm. and to see him, if he's changed his viewpoint after like the events of this movie or if it just like reinforces like where he is. But yeah, he's like somehow like trapped on a planet or something like he can't leave.
0: If they wanted to make like the (laughs) Thanos beheading more like intentional it would have been pretty wild to like yeah, have him live the whole time like they kill 2014 thanos and then Thor's like um i have some business to take care of and then just go kill him anyway
1: yeah like i'm not upset that they killed him but i was just like what an interesting character to have like later on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like not exactly like a sage wise old man, but like he thinks of himself that way.
0: Yeah, it, absolutely. Like he, and at the end of the day, like that, like version, an
1: older Thanos.
0: Yeah. And that thing like one, like he's still like, yeah, obviously they've changed things, but yeah, it would have been really interesting to be like, yeah, I completed my plot. Like I carried it all the way out and it is what it is now. So yeah, that would have been cool. And I also know that in the comics, like <laughs> oftentimes Thanos gets killed by somebody else. By another villain as like a demonstration of power, (laughs) so they could have done something like that, like Doctor Doom killing Thanos and being like, "Oh shit!" I I just think it's it was really cool, like how fast this whole sequence unfolds. I mean, just like Hulkbuster like crashing through the roof, and they cut his arm off, and it all happens so fast.
1: Yeah, because you're like you're building momentum with them. It, you know, I'm thinking of that though. The him staying alive. It's like there's a scene in Harry Potter where Voldemort goes to visit Galette. Grindelwald in prison and then ultimately ends up killing him Mm -hmm. but it's like he's like kind of giving advice but he's still like a bad guy yeah yeah it's just interesting so anyway
0: yeah I do think that must be like a bit of a trope is like the imprisoned villain who is like oh you've come to me for exactly and even like Thanos like like like. says (laughs) that in this movie he's like oh like it's brought you back to me
1: yeah he has this whole mantra of i am inevitable yeah which i think really ties in with all of the time stuff and the time stuff we're dealing with now like mm-hmm. um these what are they called like variants but like things that like can't be changed
0: a nexus or yeah, no a nexus um, event nexus beings and then yeah yeah
1: he, he is like a nexus event like endgame has to happen it's always gonna happen it's oh yeah it's like fate based so like and him just saying that it's like yeah, it is inevitable, but, like, not in the way he even thinks it
0: is. Yeah. I also just think it's really funny that, like, 2014 Thanos gets his whole, like, like, basically kills himself by, like, watching his his future self and, like, idolizing who he is in, like, like five years. He's like, oh, my God, I'm so fucking cool. And it's like, I'm going to, like, oh, you heard me say I am inevitable. I'm going to say that again. <laughs> like, he says it, like, when he comes back for the, when he snaps, when he tries to snap, mm-hmm. he's like, I am inevitable. Because he heard himself say it in the future.
1: How would he have heard himself say it? Because
0: they were watching oh, Nebulous thing. And I'm like, that's so, he's such a loser. He's like, he's quoting himself because he's like, this is going to sound really cool when I do this. Because 2014 Thanos is just like so cocky. He's so yeah. much more brash. He's not thinking as much. He's just like, he's going for the gusto, you know? Old Thanos never would have gone for that. I call him old. So it's so short after it, but he's so, he carries himself so differently.
1: The five years later is (laughs) those pauses, man. How many times do you think they redid the timing on
0: that? So much. Test audiences. Yeah, they're running that shit. I remember the theater being like, what?
1: That was maybe the most shocking thing from these movies is how much time they like go by. Mm Mm-hmm
0: hmm absolutely also before that like the i went for the head from thor uh like rough moment for him but like i still am not sure if this was meant to be played for laughs or not but it definitely got laughs the what when thor cuts thanos's head off and is like i went for the head i remember our theater like laughing and like a lot of theater oh, reactions no, I think have it's that very sad. i think it's very sad but i think a lot of people like read it or hear it as a joke
1: i did not
0: i don't really either but i get why people would
1: Thor, medium T is really going on a journey. Yeah.
0: There's too many T's. A lot of T's. Big T,
1: little T, medium T. Um, he is, he's really struggling. Yes. And continues to uh, for, for years on end. Uh-huh. Which, I like it in this movie, and I think it's done well, and then I think they make it a joke, obviously, in the rest of the movies that he's in.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they fuck him up. Well, we'll get back to Thor 11 Thunder eventually. Um, but yeah. so the, the five years later time jump is wild and it has so many implications for the MCU, which as we've talked about are addressed to varying degrees. But I mean, just like the little bit of scene setting that they do here, like you see like the Statue of Liberty and it's like covered in like debris and there's like boats shored on it. And New York City is like in a general state of disrepair. The world looks like shit. Captain America is running a support group.
1: I get like goosebumps at Cap's therapy group, like not in a good way. Like it's just so, um, like him pretending to be this like motivational speech speaker and like, gotta get out there. Like this is what they like. He's so good and at. He's it. like lying.
0: He's like he's not practicing what he preaches at all.
1: Oh yeah, and doesn't really believe it either. But he's, like, so good at it, and that's, like, what's so, I think, like, gives me such, like, a feeling. Yeah. I can't even pinpoint the feeling, but I'm just like, oh, God.
0: No, it's it's really good, and, you know, it's, it, it, it hurts me that this scene, on well, the movie as a whole, but specifically this sequence does such a good job of, like, addressing just how much this, like, fucked people up yeah and then like we are kind of you know we move on because i think they were like well we can't keep we can't do this in every movie it's gonna be too depressing but like they they do a great job of demonstrating like how this affects people like they're yeah the avengers are not like out there like fighting in the streets like they're just helping people like not like be depressed because like who wouldn't be it's fucking miserable right now
1: i wonder what people would have said if like there had been more proof shown of like, it actually was good what Thanos did. Like the population did need to be like, like things are better. And like one thing they do like kind of make a joke about is like environmentally, there's, like the, the whales. water's better.
0: And that's like, that's like what we saw during COVID, which is wild. Like yeah. when everyone was inside, it's like, Oh, like the smog is clearing up and all these other things where it's like, this is horrible. Obviously things are, that was like the People whole meme is like, dying, nature is but... healing. And it's like, but, yeah. you know, yeah. And they At what cost? they tackle yeah. a little bit of it. And of course, yeah, Thanos is a fucking maniac. But in some ways, it's like, well, he had some in some ways uh, a right idea, but also like was just so hell bent on the only way, the only solution being genocide. And he wasn't willing to accept yeah. anything else.
1: I, I think they deal with it a little bit. And obviously Falcon and the Winter Soldier on mm-hmm. like how some people preferred it. Yeah, for sure. Snap, but um, one thing that I noted, and I don't know if it actually means anything, but when they're having their little like monthly check-in meeting and they've got um, somebody from Wakanda. Is it? Um,
0: it's a Koye. A Koye.
1: Okay. She says that there was like an earthquake underwater. And I was like. "Where is <gasps> it? Is it related to the Wakanda, yeah, that movie? Yeah. Do you think?
0: I think it was like kind of just like a fun little Easter egg and now retrospectively. You think
1: it is? Yeah, I think so.
0: Because yeah. like and like having them mention it specifically. Right, that's
1: what I mean. Like I just thought that was interesting.
0: And it fits like Wakanda was like so unaware of Atlantis's existence right. and like, we're not Atlantis, whatever, um. I don't remember what it was called. I know,
1: that's how I couldn't... But, uh, <laughs> you know, in that movie. <laughs> like, they
0: just had no idea that it was going on. So, of course, like, it would just kind of dismiss it. Like, maybe go take a closer look, guys. There's some shit going on down there that you should possibly preempt before it comes back to bite you in the ass. Yeah. This whole, like... I love, like, the character moments here with with Steve and and Nat. It's just, like, really cool. Like, they're just, like, having a moment. And, like, Black Widow is not doing well this would have been you know better if we had moved black widow up and we would have known that she had like this family this real family that was well, all not
1: even real but yeah <laughs> yeah But
0: well, you know real enough because it loses some of the oomph when you're like hmm. like i'm not trying to be like super like persnickety like nerd about it but it's like why would she not mention any of this? And right. Then they try to do it later, and Hawkeye's is like, "Oh, like yeah, she always like to talking to." Um, why did I just forget her name? Florence
1: Pugh's yeah, character. Yeah, Florence Pugh
0: being like, "Yeah, she talked about you all the time." I'm like, I'm being gaslit. Sure she did.
1: <laughs> um, I do think like Scarlett Johansson is giving a performance of a lifetime eating that sandwich. So, <laughs> like, I'm not even crying. Kidding. Like, she's eating a sandwich. So good in this this scene in particular, like you're saying, like it's so good, and I feel like. Um, we don't talk about the acting very much in these movies because it's so green screened and CGI, would but like, this is one of like, this is a real scene. Like it's not with a bunch of CGI and I think that matters and that shows. Yeah. We
0: get some good moments here.
1: Meanwhile, this is a note I have later, but I'll just say it now. Like I think Robert Downey Jr. Forgot how to act not doing a CGI thing because like when he's like doing the bits like with his daughter and stuff, I'm like. This isn't... You're not at your best here, <laughs> like, acting-wise, yeah. uh, Robert. I really
0: notice that. And
1: I feel like you forgot what to do. <laughs> it's, it's entirely
0: possible, honestly. I also think Black Widow looks good with the half-dyed hair. I'm just gonna say it.
1: Yeah I, yeah, I do like it.
0: That was also, like... Speaking of, like, people, like, overanalyzing the shit out of any marketing material for this movie... Was that like the trailers would alternate between like her different hairstyles? Like one of them, she was like fully red hair, the other parts, were, like she had the bit of the blonde, and people were like, what does it mean? And so many people like called like a time jump just because of that.
1: Right. Okay. A real hero emerges.
0: And that real hero is Scotty, Ant Man, and a and rat. Z-Man. Yeah, the rat is actually like the hero. None of this would have happened if it wasn't for that rat. There's so many jokes about like, oh, is the there's gonna be a reveal that like so and so was like taking the form of a rat. <laughs> I didn't think they should do it in a joke in like one of the Disney Plus shows, like a like a She-Hulk bit or something. But, uh, yeah, we get we get Ant Man. We also get another Community cameo, one of several. Right, I think it's um,
1: Ken Yeah,
0: running the uh security at like this. Are little... there
1: multiple Community bits?
0: Um. Yeah, what's her name? Uh, Shirley is in this at the. the, That's it, though. Oh. Um,
1: Oh, I forgot to say when we're talking about the the support group. Yeah. Which Russo brother is that?
0: I always forget which one is which.
1: He was great, though. He did really good.
0: I want to say that's Joe. Because he's the one that always cameos.
1: He just has, like, he had such a good delivery of being, like, you know. I cried. He cried. You know, like it was just like
0: yeah. <laughs> it was, was just
1: so he had such good delivery. Yeah,
0: it's Sorry. nice little understated. A little shout out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, no, and like was... I
1: guess the first like gay character that like... doesn't
0: count. <laughs> I didn't. I, When they talked but about that, I was like, "Fuck like, made you!" such a big deal
1: about that. Like at the that time.
0: does not count.
1: It's embarrassing, actually. It was
0: like in Wakanda Forever when they they'd oh it's like we have a lesbian relationship and like one of them like kisses the other one on the top of the head, as I said, like on the bald spot. <laughs> and it, it lasts off two seconds i'm like the whole you head is a cowards spot, commit to the bit if you're gonna do it uh or at least just don't talk about it and hype it up like it's something special i don't want to hear it um
1: anyway scotty
0: scotty's here and he's gonna save the world i just it's really refreshing you know we have like this character moment where everyone's sad and then he's just like hey guys like can i have this sandwich because you're not gonna eat it black widow and yeah, just like ranting and, and they're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, where did you come My from? My
1: favorite line, I think, of the whole movie is uh, this is Scott Lang. We met at the airport. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Incredible.
1: <laughs> Incredible.
0: <laughs> Very good. And yeah, we, we talked about or I was talking about rather the the bit where he like goes and sees Cassie again. And that's like another cool moment, like when he's walking down the street and being like, what happened? to that kid who you said is like out of a horror movie. And <laughs> I'm like, that's because bike. like this for Scott right now, it is a horror movie. He's like, what, like why did, how did I come out of a post-apocalyptic wasteland? I was in there for an hour or however long it was.
1: Yeah. And we get, you know, the Cassie that you feel like should have been in. Amber and mm-hmm. who doesn't even have a line. No, she has one line. She says, dad.
0: Yeah. Still, still thought, still, I still, uh, stand by what I said last episode. Just being honest.
1: She also is like 20 years
0: old. I mean, I don't think Catherine Newton looks any closer to the right age either.
1: She looks like she's 16.
0: I disagree. I think I think they come off ex- exactly the same.
1: Okay.
0: I also just think this one looks more like I just, Cassie. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just going to stand by it, okay? You really stand Digging by it? Like in. this
1: character, like our doesn't, actor that we know. doesn't matter. About. I just feel
0: bad for her, so I'm going okay. to back her fair up. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, but I don't think Pepper would want this as an anniversary gift an No, Iron Man suit. Tell she me, doesn't. Like, come on, man. You know that she doesn't.
1: Also, like, you're you're quote unquote retired.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. What's the what's the game? You're plan not
1: helping with building, anything. He built
0: it for this one contingency that does end up happening, where Pepper needs to be wearing it, and has also learned how to use it. <laughs>
1: Um, it's just so Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't have to actually be in the, most of the movie. Works every time. Um, well, we skipped over going to the diner.
0: Ah, yes. And
1: we, you probably skipped over it because this is like a terrible scene.
0: Wait, they need was to that, trim. Oh, no. That was my next note. I don't oh. know. It doesn't matter. But yes.
1: Oh, right. Because they go to Tony first. And I didn't even have a note about that. I Tony,
0: guess. yeah, they go to Tony for the time travel. He's like, no. I have a really cool cabin on a lake, and I got a kid, and...
1: No, I think they go to Hulk first, don't they?
0: No. Because they're like, we we still need a big brain because we want to do it right. And then that's why they do, like, a bigger brain than his.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: And then we get your favorite character.
1: Smart Hulk. Smart Hulk. And Nat is into it.
0: Yeah. That's that's down to clown.
1: I'm not into it. I'm just like, who is this like Bruce? Yeah, like it just doesn't fit either character that we've acknowledged.
0: I don't, you know, I I kind of subscribe to the Russos not getting, or actually, this isn't the Russos' fault. This is the writers' fault, not getting Bruce Banner, because Definitely like, don't. It's not. Yeah, we, we, we spent so much time with Bruce in the first Avengers and Age of Ultron. Yeah,
1: who wrote the first Avengers? Was that Josh? Josh Whedon. Well, unfortunately, he really did get Bruce, I feel like.
0: Yeah, like, they played him, like, really well as, like, being, like, this timid kind of character. But he had, like, this, like, mean, angry streak, which, of course, makes sense. And he has like this edginess to him, yeah, and that goes through. He's
1: like intimidating, right?
0: And that that carries through Age of Ultron, which I think Joss Whedon also wrote. Yeah. And like he has that moment where he like is like threatening to kill Wanda, and he's like, "Yeah, like I will choke you to death, and I don't need to be Hulk to do it." Yeah, because fuck you. And then Thor I Ragnarok came that. out, yeah. and they were like, "Okay, so now we can only write Bruce in like this Tony Starkish, whimsical." manner and the disservice done to his character arc by having this like thing that he talks about happen off screen i'm like what the fuck were you doing because i've talked about it before but like the end of infinity war it was supposed to have this happen organically like on the battlefield in wakanda they were gonna like merge together and work together and that would have been like it But they were like, they didn't do it. I think I would have been more
1: forgiving if that had happened. And if he was still like Bruce, I don't know.
0: Because now they want to have it both ways. He's goofy. Right.
1: He's taking selfies with people. Which I don't know if that's supposed to be like the Hulk side. Because like we do get like a little bit of Hulk personality in... Thor Ragnarok, which is fine. I like that stuff. Mm-hmm. And even when, like, Bruce comes back, like, I think that Bruce works in that movie because he's, like, confused and he's, like, trying to catch up to what things are happening. But, like, this Bruce is, and what we continue to see in, like, She-Hulk and stuff, it's, like, such a joke.
0: Yeah. Like, he, yeah, they they really turn him into a joke, which is a shame because I think Mark Ruffalo is a good actor and was doing...
1: Doing really good. I forgot about that scene, and you're right. Like really intimidating.
0: Yeah, which is it's a shame. And like I don't I don't hate the new Bruce. Like in She-Hulk and stuff, it's funny, but like this is not what this movie called for, in my opinion. And whatever the reasons were for like removing that bit from the end of Infinity War, I think they did it because they were like, We didn't that was like too like victorious of a moment for the end of the movie. they're trying to hit like a specific tone, which is fine. But, like, this is not how we want to resolve this, is it? Like, that's his whole – that's Bruce's whole whole drive. And now it's, like, oh, yeah, like, I did it. I made it work. I'm, like, that's so not earned at all. Right. And, like, then, like, really, yes, he gets to, like, do one of the snaps. And I I liked that it was, like, oh, it puts off gamma radiation, like, so I'm built for it. But, like, they totally, like, sidelined him in Infinity War. Didn't really give him anything cool to do. He had some of the shittiest CGI in the whole movie. And now we're brought back, and he's mostly doing scientist stuff, but like not. Yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't think that they that character is like their priority, and he was just kind of like part of the original well, six. So they were like, "All and right, and they how dumbed are we? We him, him down,
1: in. yeah." Like I get that this isn't his area of expertise, but he's like pushing buttons, like, "Oh, I don't <laughs> know what I'm doing." I'm like, "This is one of the smartest people on the planet." Yeah, like even if it's not like quote unquote his area.
0: Yeah, and like I don't, you know. People like really it rubbed people the wrong way in Infinity War when they kind of like had Shuri like dunk on him by being like, "Oh, like you don't know how to do this." And yeah, like, no, like that's fine. Shuri's smart as shit too. It right. felt like they were like, "We don't have the enough room to like continue presenting Bruce as like a capable scientist." Like we, that's need, not he's, true. He's he's being moved to butt of jokes, which I'm like, God, we damn. have
1: enough of those.
0: Seriously, like we could have. I think like a version of Bruce that has fused with Hulk and that brought out more of like the edge and like the anger that he feels, especially like later after black widow dies, like would have been like really good. Yeah. And then like they would have had a more interesting character arc to parlay into she Hulk. That wouldn't have really worked for the tone of that show, but they would have just had more to work. I from. think
1: having a brooding Bruce would have been fine.
0: Yeah. And it, they wouldn't have had to commit fully to it. They could have, like, made fun of it. They could have... Yeah, so...
1: and Or that's, like, how she got him out of his shell was, like, to have him be the teacher. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, a bit of a bit of a fumble there. If we... If the rumors are true and we get more Hulk uh, in the coming movies, like, there's, there's rumors that it's going to be uh, in the next Captain America is going to have a lot of Hulk stuff happening, then that'd be cool. I hope we get more of that.
1: Um quote Mobius strip quote yeah what was that about again
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that was from uh when Tony was doing like the time machine modeling and a Mobius strip is like a I forget what they call it it's like a like kind of quote-unquote impossible object it's like a loop that like intertwines on itself um I don't really get it is
1: it a, a, is like Mobius from I Loki think Mobius is,
0: the character is like a reference to like to that like a time phenomenon. thing yeah, yeah. Somehow. I don't claim to get any of it. I just, <laughs> yeah, but it was it a good just call just felt out. significant. Yeah.
1: And this is the scene where I was like, Robert Downey Jr. kind of forgot to act without a green screen, was like him realizing that he figured out time travel. He's just like, I did it. I figured it out. And I'm like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs>
0: I mean, I didn't really like. That was that the only Bad scene. acting. His
1: stuff with Morgan is all good.
0: I kind of like, I enjoyed his delivery there. Cause like, it was so like, he didn't want to figure it out. And so, like, he knows that when he tells Pepper about it, like, he's basically opening Pandora's box. And, like, he has to follow through on it. He doesn't really want to do it. So, he's trying to be, like, so nonchalant about it. And she's like, why are you being weird? Like,
1: I feel like in comparison, she's, like, even though she's barely in this movie, like, her acting is exceptional. Yeah. Like, she's really good. And she delivers, like, a really impactful line about, like, not being able to rest. Yeah.
0: And you know what I really respect? about Gwyneth Paltrow, even though I think she's kind of, uh, out there, is that she probably doesn't even remember what movie this was. And yet she still did a great acting she's job. so, yeah, like she definitely thought this was a Spider-Man movie, just like she did. For right. <laughs> like War. she's
1: kind of a problematic person figure. She's but very like, annoying. She's really good. Like she delivers.
0: Yeah. Just makes me wish she didn't, uh, do any of the other stuff besides act. That's fine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um yeah i love the the actress from morgan stark she's so funny yeah like when when Tony's like like says like shit again he's like i'm working on important shit and she like makes this face <laughs> I'm like, i don't know how it must be like the hardest job to like direct a kid on set of a movie like this but like i mean she's not in it a lot but
1: but she's especially at the funeral like she's so good i'm like I don't know if they just let her kind of do her own thing. Like, I don't know if they, like, fed her a lot of lines mm-hmm. or what. But, like, I'm like, this is exactly how a five-year-old would be responding. Yeah, like, not really. Situation. Like, kind of
0: getting it, not, not really understanding. Like, being, like, like, I
1: know I'm supposed to be sad right now, but, like, someone's giving me a hamburger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Um, Okay, so Tony says, in reference to the shield, when he gives it to Cap, He says, um, he made it for you. Yeah. Who is the he? His dad. But like, that was the old one, I thought.
0: Didn't it
1: get messed up? I think
0: he fixed it. I think the implication is that he took it because Steve threw it down and he was like, you can have it. And that whole time during that fight, Tony was like, you don't deserve it. My father made that shield. And so Cap was like. Fine. fine like i don't deserve it you take it or
1: i don't need it yeah like, to be who i am right
0: and this was tony kind of like coming to terms with like because and it, you know it's it's so important that we get like that scene with him and his dad later where he can like accept like who captain america is like to him and who he was to his dad and that like if he's gonna like repair this relationship then like that's kind of like a symbolic gesture
1: right and then we get some real daddy shit later yeah exactly exactly I uh, love this part about getting the whole team together. Yeah. I like that. They take the time to like go out and do this. I do think they spend too long at Thor's house, but
0: <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> um, but the Hawkeye sequence is so cool cause it feels like it's out of a different movie in a good way. Uh, and I just, I enjoyed that a lot. Just like getting the sword fighting action, which is not something we get very often. And, um,
1: wait, you skipped over the Thor stuff though.
0: Oh yeah, I did. Or did I...
1: I skip over the
0: I don't know. I don't have any notes on the Thor stuff. Oh, I so. didn't
1: I don't think I had any notes on Hawkeye. What's okay. his name?
0: What? Ronan? Ronan, yeah. Yeah. I just think that's it's really cool and I be, I I'm not going to pretend like I know who it is, but the guy that he kills is like a pretty notable actor. I know,
1: he looked very recognizable. So
0: some people were kind of upset that he was just there as set dressing to get killed by Hawkeye, but um I you know, I think if you hold it up under a microscope His his motivations for doing what he does, maybe a little flimsy, but honestly, he doesn't need much. He's just pissed off and wants to kill criminals because he doesn't think they deserve to continue living.
1: Well, and I think he literally just needs something to do.
0: Yeah. So why not? Why not go kill criminals? I think
1: it makes sense. It
0: does. It does. I don't know why I was being so scrutinizing. And again, this is also for such a short sequence that sets up like who what he was doing for the entire five years. Um, we get to dive more into that in the show, and I think that did a really cool thing where it was like, "Oh yeah, like he thought he was justified in doing this, like out of rage, and yet he ended up like he killed other people's families, you know, like for everything that had like Echo, like killing Echo's dad. Oh yeah, and, like, like permanently, right? Like it, yeah, it's not. It comes back to to bite him in the ass, and it, it's just yeah, it's a cool dynamic."
1: Yeah, I thought his scene was, like, kind of short versus, like, the Thor scene, which was, like, very long.
0: Yeah, I would have switched those.
1: (laughs) I would like to have seen more of the Ronin stuff, just to set that up more. But I do agree with Valkyrie when she says to uh, Hulk, I liked you better the other way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, either of the other ways, I think she said. Oh, yeah,
1: she said, I liked you better the other ways, yeah. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I I, I enjoy the uh, setup for... Seeing new Asgard because like they kind of hint at it, and yeah, um, really cool. and we we revisit that in Love and Thunder, even though it's kind of dumb., uh, but yeah, I think they the whole thing with like Thor in this movie is like they they are riding a line between, like they he, need some he comic is traumatized. Relief. He is sad and depressed and doesn't want to deal with the fact that he is blaming himself for this happening because he didn't kill Which Thanos the right way. Which they all are
1: independently. Yeah. And they're all dealing with it, obviously, in a very different way. So him, like, going this direction is fine. hmm And I feel like the movie's trying too hard to, like, incorporate some comic relief.
0: For sure. Like, we didn't... I get it. There does need to be some because they don't That's want this movie to, to be so there. dour. But, yeah, I, <laughs> I would have preferred... Like, we've seen... Like in Infinity War, like Thor was like just like sad. He like got his ass handed to him. He saw his brother die. He's like, fuck, like I'm I'm. this is my like one shot. And now like seeing him like, oh, he's oh, yeah, like he's he's a drunk that never leaves his house and is like forsaken all of his people. But he's also like playing Fortnite.
1: So yeah, funny. The Fortnite <laughs> bit or whatever they were playing. <laughs> that
0: definitely I think people groaned because at the time, like, yeah, Fortnite was still hot when this movie came out. People were like, no, like, come on, like, don't do that. Um, and why am I forgetting? Why did I just forget his name? Taika Waititi's character. Korg. Korg. Yeah, we have Korg there, which uh, I've I've soured a bit on Korg after Love and Thunder because that, that's, he's become a symbol of Taika Waititi running amok (laughs) and no one telling him to, to cool it down. He was fine here though. That was like a funny bit. Like I can appreciate that, but also be like. If they wanted to paint a serious picture of one of these heroes dealing with PTSD beyond what they already did with Tony, then they took it a step too far into right. making it into a Again, prolonged they made fat it joke. Into
1: a joke yeah.
0: They like couldn't help themselves.
1: I think um, there's something significant about the fact that Steve and Nat are kind of the ones like fighting. The whole five years, and they're the ones that don't make it. But then I was like, but also Tony doesn't, and he like had kind of given up. So I was like, never mind. I, like, <laughs> wrote that note, but, I, but there is something about like Nat being like the one, kind of behind this whole movement, and yeah. she doesn't even get to see. And like Hawkeye basically says that,
0: mm-hmm. or yeah, asks she, that question, right? Like, yeah, she doesn't get to see the the results of her own sacrifice, which is. <laughs> yeah. Very sad and made even more effective again by Hawkeye. Hawkeye does a lot of heavy lifting and like exploring some of the the follow up themes from this, which I don't think I would have expected at the time. So, good on that show for pulling that off.
1: Um, I like that they're arguing about like time travel, like fate-based universe essentially versus like other types of time travel and it's exactly how like the fans talk yeah like them arguing about it
0: and like even after this like they they put this moment in so people would like shut up and like understand how it works and then like the directors and the writers don't even agree because
1: it's confused they made it get confusing
0: well i think it was all good until the captain america stuff the writers contradicted the Russos because they were like, oh, yeah, like we think that there are two Captain Americas. Like there's the one that's living with Peggy and hanging out and there's another one running around like doing the same thing. But like that's not that's not how it works.
1: I know. I mean, I think whoever said that is like just wrong. Like, I think that he was always meant to do that. That's why it works. It's a fate. It's It's a fate based universe. Yeah.
0: Like, I don't even know. Well, I don't even know if I would call this fate based universe. It's just like because
1: there are like ripple effects. Yeah, you mean? but it's
0: like but that's not how it works. Like, because Captain America goes back to do this doesn't mean that there are suddenly like two versions of himself. It's just like it, he went back to that timeline and lived his life there. And that was just that was its own thing. It didn't. It didn't but contradict it would have made a else. different
1: parallel universe yeah. in actuality. But that's what I mean. I think that makes it fate based because he was always meant to do that.
0: I guess so. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I just don't because the fate based thing is like a Harry Potter term, right? Or is it's not it was just or is from it, Harry is it, Potter. Is it a general thing? I thought it was like,
1: like Back to the Future. You could fate-based? argue is fate based. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. Sorry, it's not. It's not fate based because they <laughs> do the pine tree goes down.
0: Right. 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 It right. does
1: impact it. There are other examples of fate based time travel yeah harry potter is one of them but
0: right yeah um i think that the the more i've watched this movie and thought about it, like i understand it more like the basic gist of it is just like if you go back in time and change something it's going to create an alternate timeline but it's not going to change what happens in the one that you came from like that's the whole gist which is why like rhodi is like Let's just go back in our timeline and kill Thanos. And they're like, no, that doesn't, that's not going to change anything. That's just going to create an offshoot where Thanos right. is dead. But when we come back, we're still in our timeline.
1: So I feel like then if he went back, he did create an offshoot where he's living with Peggy. Well, because in their timeline, that doesn't happen.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's what they like disagreed on. The writers were like, oh, yeah, like that means this happened like in our timeline while there was a cap in world war Two, in the ice the other one was like staying under the radar with peggy but like the real implication is that ours happened and then he went back lived probably presumably until peggy died and then hopped back to the main timeline
1: yeah
0: um it doesn't really matter yeah
1: it's just a nice thing that yeah. they did for him
0: <laughs> i agree <laughs> he
1: needed a win
0: he absolutely did
1: okay let's keep
0: going uh hulk eating his own ice cream flavor is a little flex i like that did you notice that no when they're all like in the room talking about the infinity stones he's eating the hunka hulka burning fudge they talked about that in infinity war because they were all like you guys have your own ice cream flavors now and bruce is like yeah like we have them i thought that was cool
1: um with the whole time travel thing i guess it's just like they can also put you in different places too so I feel like most time travel, you're in exactly the same spot that you were when you left. But they're just like, yeah, we're just going over here now.
0: It's pretty <laughs> convenient. They never really discuss it. I guess they have, like, a kind of, like, map where they can, like, plot. Because they say it's, like, a GPS. Yeah. But, like, it's very much just, like, this is going to get us exactly where we need to go, when we need to go. Which, yeah, that's usually, usually not it.
1: I think it's really funny the funniest thing that the writers did that was like very meta was they had Thor explain the plot of Thor two.
0: Yeah. In this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're like, uh, okay, people might not have seen that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, or remember it. Like I maybe hadn't seen it, and if I had, I definitely had forgotten about it because I then insisted that we watch Thor two after we saw Endgame and Curve and I was like, why do you want to ruin Endgame by watching
0: Thor two? We watched it like the next day. I
1: There's needed a- to have the context. It's
0: a bit of a downgrade, but <laughs> yeah, the context is good to have because they do kind of expect you to know a lot about like Frigga and, and that which you get a bit of it if you only saw the first movie. But then you don't know that she died if you didn't see the second Thor. So,
1: well, I think I was confused about the whole like Jane being there, like all that stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, do you th- do we think that uh, maybe Nebula should have realized that this would this could potentially be an issue? that she would run into herself like by if she had gone to like one of the other locations she hadn't gone to the place where Star Lord was we all this could have all been avoided
1: but i don't think it mattered she didn't run into herself
0: then how did how did this happen
1: i think cuz she was in the same time as her past self so any of the all uh, timeline okay yeah, yeah i think could have been it didn't i think you're right it didn't help that they were in space but because it was all through her mind
0: yeah yeah that makes sense that makes sense i did not really think about it like that but uh, i i do think that was like a really cool way to throw a wrench in the works yeah i mean uh just like the fact that they were able to make nebula like such a crucial part of the story of this she was Pretty minor character in both Guardians movies, even though like she had this relationship.
1: She was more in the second one for, for sure.
0: sure. Um, but yeah, I was really happy with how they did that, and like they how they were able to use that to explore her relationship with Thanos and with Gamora.
1: Yeah, more. I thought it was pretty rude of the writers to include the line "See you in a minute."
0: Very rude. They knew it. They knew exactly what they were doing. Of
1: course, they knew. It's
0: fucked up. Just that gives that little grin dead dead. Very sad. I, I still I was like stunned when they did that. I was like, is it not enough to watch Gamora get her head smashed into the pavement? Now we have to watch it with Black Widow, too.
1: It was worse with Black Widow. It I was worse.
0: Like. It was worse.
1: Um, I said, of course, Tom Hiddleston came back for multiple timelines. <laughs> like, they they just have him in the Thor 2 one. Yeah, just for... You don't know, he's
0: already on you know, set.
1: The Thor one.
0: Yeah, that was really funny. Because, I, yeah, I think everyone, like, cheered, and then it was like, oh, are we not going to see him again? Of course we do, but not there.
1: Yeah. I mean, same basic era, so same costume. I
0: mean, like, yeah, canonically in Thor 2, like, he's he is in jail the whole time. Yeah. Like, almost, I think. like Well, and until it's the right end. after yeah.
1: Avengers, so...
0: I just... Yeah, all the... The time travel, like, we we jump right into it, which is really cool. And it, at, at the, after that point, like, it, the whole movie is, like, super fast-paced. Like, we, we're we beyond the setup phase. Right. We are in it to win it. And, you know, it's so service y which I think is, like, why a lot of people rank Endgame below Infinity War, myself included. Like, Infinity War, in my opinion, is the better movie. Um, But Endgame is just, like, such, like, a celebration of the whole MCU. And they take the time to, like give everybody these moments. It's like, oh, there's Star-Lord, like, singing, and here's, like, the circle shot from the first yeah. Avengers. Like, we're going to take the time to to do all this, even if it's, like, a little, like, on the nose.
1: I, it is, but I also do think it's, like, done well. Like, I love... No, I, I... really genuinely love all the mashups and stuff like that. I think it works really well. Like, the plot is intricate, confusing, but, like, it works. Yeah. Like, it's not just, like, simple.
0: No, I, I agree. Like, I do think it's done really well. It's just, like, a very different beast of a movie than infinity war is yeah
1: i would say like the first two hours the last hour, when we got to the fight and i was like oh well we're almost done we, there's probably like 30 <laughs> minutes left and i was like there's a whole hour like we're in we're in the end game
0: <laughs> <laughs> the end game is long <laughs>
1: um so that was like okay i yeah yeah but um the first yeah when they're doing all of their basically in, until they come back to present and they bring everyone back the first up until the first snap. I was Indeed. like, excellent. Um, and, I, I don't even mind all the stuff after, but it does go. I think that part goes on a bit too long. Yeah.
0: Pacing slows down a bit. Uh, in 2012, I really like that they have the ancient one there and they're talking about like, she like knows it's so cool that she's like, yeah, like you're five years too early. Like she knows what's going to happen. She knows that he's going to be like a really great sorcerer and that he's like, he's supposed to be the best of us. So of course he had a reason to do this. And, of course, like Bruce didn't know who, what the fuck he was getting into, right? When, when he was sent to go get that. Well, he and,
1: what he met, well, he didn't meet her, but he went to the the sanctum, sanctum in yeah. Infinity War. Um, I really appreciate the time lesson that we get from Tilda here.
0: Yeah, it, it explains a lot. Like, yeah, you can't if you take an Infinity Stone, it it fucks up, the, it destabilizes. Yeah, and like that, that, that visual was
1: really helpful for it all is. of us. I think,
0: but I did think it was funny that Bruce like was basically like but what if we did this instead and she's like oh i'm like oh she wouldn't know that she wouldn't know that you could just put it back right. and fix it come on
1: but i did like him being smart again for once Yeah. No, he... it was when it was just bruce <laughs> yeah right so maybe there is something to quote-unquote smart hawk um smart before that dumbhole. i had a couple of things i think this was mostly in 2012 oh well i forgot that Gamora's already waning in her, like, devotion to Big T. Um, So that was good, because I was like, I feel like they're going to have to do so much, like, character work when they bring her back for Guardians, but, like, she's already at that point when they meet her in Mm -hmm. this point of the movie. Um, And then my other two thoughts were, I I love the elevator scene, Love the throwback. So good. And I forgot that he says Hail Hydra, and, like, that's how he gets away with it. Like, that is so funny. It's
0: it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And, like, I love the, the fact that, like, they don't, they don't, I'm assuming, well, actually, no. Captain America probably does return the stone to this timeline, like, at that moment. Like, he fixes it. But to me, I'm like, there is at least a couple days in that universe (laughs) where all of Hydra is like, (laughs) did you know guys, what the fuck is going on? Like who told, who let him in, who gave him a membership card? I mean,
1: they're probably happy. They're like, we need him on our side, but
0: there's also like a, I, I am actually remembering something from one of the leaks, which again, I did not look at until after I saw the movie. Well, after I saw the movie where someone, um, like, basically, gave like the, a cryptic tweet where it was like the elevator scene from The Winter Soldier gets revisited with like a, a evil twist. And it was just like, Hail Hydra, wink. And people were like, What does it mean? And because there <laughs> exactly was
1: exactly that.
0: Yeah. And there was like this uh, comic moment where it was like revealed that there was like a evil version of Captain America who was in Hydra. And everybody hated it. Of
1: course. Like, well, they, of were course like they were that. like,
0: Fuck you, don't do this. And I think this was such like a fun way to like kind of like Poke give a nod that, to that yeah. but like and yeah, it was just so funny like everyone's faces being like oh, wait what because <laughs> it was not what i expected when when he got in the elevator i thought we were just going to get another fight
1: the second most startling thing to come out of this movie is when loki leaves with the tesseract i was just like omg <laughs> even though like i knew it was coming it's still so like shocking
0: yeah like yeah that, <laughs> that that's bad it's bad And we're very lucky that, uh, honestly, we are lucky that the TVA existed because otherwise things would have been real messy. Um,
1: One thing, so going back to Tilda, one thing I think it's odd or strange. uh, She says, strange is meant to be the best of us, which I think is a bonkers line because... The whole plot of Doctor Strange is that he's almost always the worst of us, and only in a couple of timelines is he actually a good person. So her being like, "I gave him the stone, and like he's in charge because he's meant to be the best of us," because when she thinks that he like gave it up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess like Doctor Strange too kind of undoes some of it, but like, like
1: I, he's kind of the worst. But I
0: think like. I think it kind of, like, colors the first one in a different light because, like, she's being, like, she is being difficult to him because he's being, like, an an asshole and is, like, expecting so much. But, like, she has already traveled far enough to see that he gets some form of redemption. Obviously, she's not around for all of it because she can't see past, like, her Her death. death, But she sees enough to, like, know, like, oh, yeah, this guy. Like, at this point in time, like, she doesn't know how it's going to go, maybe. Well, I guess she, she definitely
1: does. definitely doesn't.
0: But, like, enough Otherwise, that...
1: she would just give him the stone. Right. Unless she's just testing him to get him to think of the whole, like, putting it back. Like,
0: yeah, I don't know.
1: She's playing multiple levels. Yeah, we I mean... But I just thought that was odd that, like, sh- she says that about him when, like, we know how easily he can turn into a dark strange.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to just say that they hadn't.
1: But that That. was introduced in the first Doctor Strange. That's true. Like the whole book and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's true. And him being like tempted by it. Yeah, interesting.
1: Okay, I'm in the 1970s. Oh, I also want to say
0: just like two notes. Uh, The Cap versus Cap thing is great. And I could
1: do less with the whole the whole ass. The whole ass talk. thing is
0: not even that. I mostly like the the, <laughs> the Bucky is alive. Oh yeah. As, I'm like that's such a cheap trick. But he was like, I know it would work on me <laughs> to get me to stop choking me. Also, uh, the fact that like they got Robert Redford to come back for this like One little off, scene, I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> I mean, I thought it was cool. Just like more continuity with Captain America movies. Fun little tidbit.
1: Instead of saying Bucky's alive, he should have been like your mother's name is Sarah and
0: (laughs) (laughs) you used to wear newspaper in your shoes. How did you know that? (laughs) Yeah. A real Martha moment, you know, I guess I, the only note that I have about the, I mean, okay. Yes. Sorry. I can't (laughs) let that slide (laughs) by. (laughs) Can you imagine if they like made a reference to that in this movie, people would never let it go. Um, (laughs) I didn't have too many notes on the Thor part, but I think that was before New Jersey.
1: Oh, yeah. the I'm only past Thor.
0: The only bit that I had was, just, I was like, Frigga's mom of the year.
1: I know. like She's just so cool. Actually, I think we come back to Thor at some point. Dude, I don't know.
0: Okay. I don't remember. I just liked the moment where she was like, I was raised by witches. Like, uh, Yeah. You know, like, I can see. could really use like, some more Frigga. Yeah. Like, really great. And, it, yeah, it makes me wish that. Renee Russo got to like stay around for more of these, but like it's not like they would have had any use for her when Taika Waititi was directing anyway. So like she like really thrived in like the, the tone of the, the first regal two Thor world, movies, even yeah. though like they weren't the greatest. I mean
1: maybe they could incorporate her in Loki, but that'd
0: be cool. That actually that would be really cool. Uh but yeah, so 1970s. After the failed attempt that resulted in Loki piecing out, they're like, Oh, well we know where we can find the Tesseract and it's at some random army base in New Jersey. And yeah, this is this is really cool. I I enjoy this scene very much.
1: Also, they could have gotten pim particles like in 2012 if they had gone to Pim's house. Shh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I
0: don't to go. The the pim particle thing I think is so weak like the like, right, that they only have so many. Like, yeah, like there's, you could effectively manage to get an infinite supply if you knew where to go. Yeah, and I think Scott would know where to go, but Scott's also kind of dumb sometimes. So yeah,
1: whatever. Um, they needed a restriction.
0: Yeah, I just think like they do like a lot of really cool stuff here because
1: well, we get Stanley's last performance. This, yep, in the is, 1970s, which feels very apt.
0: Yeah, totally on the money. Um, we it's also just really cool. Like we're seeing like this is the early days of Shield. Which we haven't watched Agent Carter, so I think there's a bit of that in there. But like the only other bits that we've seen of this like period are like at the beginning of Ant-Man. Like we have like young Hank Pym and Peggy like having like that argument. Right, yeah. And, Cause like yeah, like you have this crew, and like we know part like some of the people in the crew, like we know Howard Stark is there, we know Peggy's there. Yeah.
1: They're kind we of get, like in their heyday, so Yeah,
0: like they're they're thriving. We have young Hank Pym with like the hair. Um, but what I think is really interesting is that Arnim Zola is there. We don't see right. him. Do we
1: see him? Yeah, or they or just mention. I think him.
0: Howard is like Arnim, and he's like calling out for him, and that's like such a reveal in Captain America: Winter Soldier right. is that they like were working with him, and that is true. I mean, like Operation Paperclip was a real thing. Like they we hired Nazi scientists because they're like, oh, you're good at your jobs. Like come right. work for us. And, and
1: all will be forgiven. Right.
0: And like <laughs> the first Avengers, like, deals so much with like S.H.I.E.L.D. is like super shady and right. like Nick Fury is not like a paragon of morality. Like, they're doing all sorts of fucked up stuff. And yeah, we're just like revisiting that idea. But like, it
1: makes sense that they made the show Agent Carter out of this because it seems so good. I'm, I do want to watch it, but I know that it didn't really.
0: It didn't Land get a good well, ending. Yeah. I heard the first season is solid. I yeah. personally, I feel like I could watch like the first season and be good to go. Um, and that Jarvis is from Agent Carter.
1: Yeah, I was like, oh right, his driver's name is Jarvis. I like that little. Plug. Yeah. Um, I don't know how Tony got those 1970s looking glasses, right? but whatever, <laughs> they work for him. And I think, that, I was like, is there a bit with his, like, goatee? Like, they kept making jokes about it. I'm like, are they just making fun of Robert Downey Jr. for having a goatee? Like, it felt like an inside joke.
0: Could be that. I also do think it's just, like, out of place in the 70s. Like, he looks weird it for that. Is, it, yeah, but, but also, possibly.
1: Um, I like that Hank Pym still, like, just seems like an asshole.
0: Oh, of course. <laughs> he's yeah.
1: like, um, that's your job to deliver?
0: <laughs> like, yeah, like, he is. <laughs> he's a dick. Like, that is, it is known. But Um, what is
1: the thing that, like, what is it? it, Are we supposed to know what, like, that is? What the package is getting delivered? No, I think. Well, it's made up, but, like. No, I
0: think he's probably just, like, working with, like, radioactive shit that's not safe to be uh, handled without proper PPE. We also have, like, the old Ant-Man helmet, which is cool.
1: Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I have some questions. (laughs) Shoot. So, the whole thing is, like. Tony's kind of being elusive. He's like, I know the exact day and time because of this, like, thing that I know is going to happen that, like, day. And,
0: like, I don't even remember him saying that.
1: Yeah, he's like, I know when, when like, roughly when we should go, basically. And it's the whole, the whole thing is that his mom is expecting him. Right. But, like.
0: Is that his birthday? Right,
1: that's that was my cuz like is it his birthday? Like why does he have flowers like cuz it sounds like he's not going to have he's not going to be born for a couple of months. So I was just like what was the whole like what were they alluding to there with like this whole like why did Tony pick this particular time to go like when his dad was working there for a long time. Like it was like he wanted to be there for that mm-hmm. time. And then he asks them, see. he's like, wait, she she's pregnant? Like, she seemed, he seems surprised by that. Yeah. Like, it was like he was off on his timeline, but there's just something weird about it to me.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's, like, any one thing, but, like, people on Reddit are, like, he, like, he knows, like, his father, like, worked with Hank Pym. And, right. And he knows, like.
1: But there's more to it. It's something about him Maybe he knows that his dad wasn't there when he was born. And so he's like, he was at work. (laughs) I don't know. Something like that.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't... Yeah, it's like he has... he, He has access to his dad's files. And he knows about, like, the projects that they did. And he knows... He probably knows, like, at the times in history, like, where the Tesseract was, like, being worked on by S.H.I.E.L.D. And when it wasn't. I don't know. I don't... Maybe, like, the dialogue was just kind of, like, wrong. But, like, I've never really... Yeah, I think he like literally just picked like a random date that I think he like literally just guessed.
1: So he wasn't thinking about him being born at that time, but he was like, or being conceived, I guess. But so that's like what surprised him. Yeah,
0: I think he was just thinking about like, oh, look, when is the time like, like right before I was born? Because like that's yeah, like he was able to like think about a couple things. And I think he was just kind of lucky that they happened to be doing that research at the right time because otherwise they'd have been fucked
1: yeah okay well, that doesn't really I still feel like there is some something I felt like I was missing there, but that's fine.
0: Yeah I mean I I just don't think that there is like one specific thing and I don't I don't know if that was the intent or not, but apparently the internet also agrees that it was just like a kind of a guess an educated guess maybe but yeah not something like personal.
1: But I did like that he resolved his daddy issues once and for all.
0: Yeah, he needed that. Yeah, I just thought it was a really cool scene. And,
1: like, forgave him, basically.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I liked when Howard is like, I hope I have a girl because maybe they, she wouldn't turn out like me. And I'm like, no, don't say that. Even though Howard Stark is, like, not a not a great dad. But so it goes.
1: Yeah, and I think Tony did end up just like him.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, he absolutely did. Maybe a little bit better. But, I mean, he's not a he's not an absentee father to morgan (laughs) well (laughs) not yet anyway
1: all right are you ready to go to more 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 whatever More,
0: more morag well morag Morag yeah where that's where uh peter quill is no vormir 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 yeah well we don't we also yeah nebula and Roddy go to morag and they punch peter quill in the face and uh take it easy peasy like like no problem. Well Except for Nebula. except for Nebula, but everything else was easy. Uh, but yeah, we we go to Vormir. And unfortunately, because they killed the two but the two people that went there before are now dead, they have no first hand accounts of what kind of shit goes down over there. Right. The kind of the kind of con that Red Skull is pulling on everybody that pulls up to his doorstep. Even though they knew that Thanos and Gamora went there and only Thanos left, it was like, well But
1: only Nebula knew that.
0: But she told them that, right? I thought she told the whole crew like she was like, that has to mean something like Thanos and Gamora left or they went there. I don't know if she
1: reiterated that.
0: I thought she did. But like either way, it doesn't matter because like they still have to go. Right. And for all that they knew, Thanos could have just killed Gamora because she wasn't down for the cause anymore. Seems like the type.
1: You know that Natasha really died because they showed that shit.
0: Uh huh. Yeah.
1: Like, it, it felt so permanent.
0: Blood on the ground. Like, yeah, they were not gonna... There, there's no guesswork. And they even, like, take the time later for Bruce to be like, I tried, and, like, it didn't work to bring her back. Right, so, yeah. Which is just painful. It sucks. You um, raising your hand? <laughs> what? I think you're raising your hand.
1: I feel like I've jumped ahead in my notes, though, a bunch, to, like, when they do snap. When, uh...
0: Well, I mean, Hulk because doesn't. there's just there's not a lot of note-taking to be done here because that's like the end of the time travel sequence is Black Widow dies. And then we are kind of like reckoning with that. And it's like a lot of time like like oh shit, like what are we going to do now? And then just kind of like going ahead with I feel the, like the they move quickly. Now. They're
1: like we we know what we have to do. Yeah. But so yeah, Bruce does it but I one thing I thought they got they i don't know if it makes sense but i felt like the i could get rid of half the universe with the snap of my fingers it's like a like a metaphor like it seems silly that you actually have to snap your fingers
0: <laughs> i mean do you know what i mean like it
1: sounds like a saying
0: yes but you can't you can't betray the that's how the infinity gauntlet works and i think that's so that's this is part of the charm of it you know it's it is inherently goofy but if you're taking your inspiration from we have that full panel comic page of the original one where he snaps his fingers and you have like all these people around him being like, holy shit, he's actually going to do it. And then it's like, snap. And yeah. it is like so goofy, but it's like, yeah, you got to it. just do feels
1: it. very literal.
0: It is. It's extremely literal. I, I think it's funny.
1: But why does it take everyone so long to finally show up? They're back for like 20 minutes. I guess they're like, they're like in the midst of battle when they're all snapped or had just, you know, b- fought Thanos. So they're maybe like kind of well, recovering think, their injuries I, a little bit.
0: What I assume, well, you're talking about like the final battle, right? When they all come through the portals. That's what you mean?
1: Well, yeah, it takes them a long time to come through the portals. Right. I
0: think my headcanon is that like Long has run around. He's warping himself. He like Long comes back because I think he got snapped. No, Wong did not get snapped, um, because he became Sorcerer Supreme, right? Because Strange was gone. Uh, I think he was like, "Oh shit!" Like, I know what I got to do. And him, Wong, and like a bunch of other sorcerers went to the places where they knew that like the big fighters were. And probably right when they came back, they're like, "Hey, quick rundown, <laughs> come with me. We got, you have to go fight.
1: Uh, you guys are
0: well rested. You just had you just took a five year nap. So come with me." <laughs>
1: OK, I just assume that Dr. Strange made all the portals from I, space.
0: I think a lot of the sorcerers were helping.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Because there there's a lot of them there. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, the downtime between that, you know, after the after Black Widow's death is uh, kind of it's, it definitely like slows down the pacing. But it's like important for just like to be able to take a breather. Because, like, I, a lot of people are upset that, like, Black Widow didn't get, like, a full funeral like Tony did, which I think is, like, a little bit fucked up, you know. But, yeah, an Avenger, they are. But we, we get that moment, you know. Steve sheds a tear. Uh, Clint is pissed. Bruce throws a bench across the water. And it's just kind of, like, being, like, well, like, fuck, we gotta, like, keep going. Like, we're not gonna not do it. Right. Um, the And also, like, there's enough fan service in the movie where it doesn't need to be done, but I do wish there was some acknowledgement that red skull is there because like there's some history, but of course but they like don't they don't know. know. Yeah. They don't know who that Clint is. Lynn
1: doesn't really know. Yeah, exactly. So he says some red face, the guy,
0: to. the red guy. Um, yeah.
1: yeah. Also like the moment that they have on the pier. I mean, as far as we know, like those are the only people that would really care that Nat died. I mean, that's not true. Like a and like all the people she's been working with, but like, most people wouldn't know, like, the impact that she's had. She doesn't have a public face like Iron Man does. Right,
0: and also just, like, when you think about it, like, in a meta sense, like, that just, like, the the main draw of these movies, like, of course they're going to give that time to, like, Robert Downey Jr. Right.
1: But it um, is ducked up.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, and yeah, we're almost, we're almost all good, and then 2014 Nebula just fucks everything up. We're so, so close. She made
1: her daddy so proud.
0: <sighs> so disappointing. So disappointing. My
1: favorite thing about Big T is how quickly he adapts and pivots coming into the future. Yeah. He's like so smart. Like they he's like, like on top of it. Didn't
0: they like make pin Particles basically? Like they, because that's how like they time travel forward is they like figure out that technology. Does she have? Oh, okay. Well, that would make sense.
1: And they just bring the ship. I don't know how they bring the whole ship and do that, but, like, he figures it out. But I just mean, like, in coming into the future, he, like, kind of assesses, like, what's happening really quickly and is, like, able to figure everything out.
0: Like, I'll just, like, kind of correct myself and be, like, they have time to do this. Right. Like, they could have been, honestly, like, he sends Nebula forward, but, like. That, but it all—it doesn't
1: matter how much time you spent in the past. Right. it's an intermittent gap. At the same yeah, it's
0: time. right. They could have taken like literally years, like making preparations, Right and then it just happens in minutes anyway. Um, but yeah, so we have the the first snap of this movie, finally.
1: Oh yeah, I'm I'm past that.
0: Okay. Well, I think that's what I, I
1: was saying about. Does it have to actually? Does it have to, to
0: actually? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and Thanos is here.
0: Mm-hmm. blowing
1: shit up
0: that was like a really cool like sequence too like you have that brief moment of hope when uh uh you know currently laura Laura barton ex shield agent is calling clint and then uh i guess like scott sees that like there's like more birds outside and then instantly like nope it's fuck good. Your, fuck your Avengers compound.
1: <laughs> it's a good way to, like, do a battle without being like, oh, we have to do another battle.
0: Right. It's like, oh, we're in this now. Like, we barely had enough time to, like, even think. Yeah. And now we're all at the brink of death again.
1: Um, Karen Gillian acting with herself is so good. The yeah. two nebulas. Mm-hmm. Really good job.
0: Yeah. Like, and again, like, who would have thought that, like, a, a crucial moment of Avengers Endgame uh, would be two versions of Nebula, like, pointing guns at each other while Hawkeye is on the ground holding the Infinity Gauntlet. Like, what?
1: <laughs> Remember when the theater exploded when Cap got the hammer? Sure do. That was always, so always
0: I mean, come on. Like, that was, like, one of the things that, like, literally everybody wanted before, like, Captain America was done in the in the mcu and they they gave it to us
1: i feel like when we saw it in theaters i was like holding my breath for a lot of the end of the movie and like i remember that part being like
0: (gasps) i mean right like you already said like when the missiles like hit the avengers compound there is an hour left and it's at that point it was like anyone's guess on what's gonna happen like they already killed one of the avengers so like what are we doing like it was, it was just, like, so wild. It's like, okay, like, Thanos is here, so, like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and, yeah, it was just, like, so so chaotic and...
1: Yeah, not really... Like, we saw that Laura called, but we don't really know how it worked. We're like, well, okay, so everyone's back, but, like, they're not. Um, I don't know. They should, they should have had, like, a custodian, like, show up at the Avengers compound or something. Like, just some rando that yeah. had been there yeah. in... 2019 oh man for for everyone that does come back i mean i already basically said that like they were just literally just fighting
0: yeah like they are like oh wait what <laughs> they're like oh this guy's still here wait no it's been five years they must it's not, be so it's tired it's not the same guy it's a different guy right like i don't yeah do you think they came back like feeling like refreshed no <laughs> no that wasn't like a nice Nice spa treatment. You know, they probably feel like shit. Obviously, they're all still pissed. Like, Wanda. Wanda's like, you just killed my boyfriend, like, 30 seconds ago. And he's like, <laughs> I mean, I love that exchange. It's like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> like, I don't have time <laughs> right. for this shit. And she's like, uh, actually, you do. She's doing great. She, like, is going to kill him. Yeah. And if, if, if Captain Marvel was there, like, two seconds prior... Uh she would have just killed Thanos like single handedly. I
1: just love her fighting style too i I know we've talked about it a lot, but I just it was so refreshing to see it again. yeah,
0: it's fantastic and I just think like the 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 build up here I mean with like we we were getting again like just in case the audience forgot like a demonstration of how strong Thanos is without any of the stones. He's just got his cool, like looking sword, yeah, and manages to fight off Cap, Tony, and Thor like single handedly, no problem. And
1: I think that's good. I like that no, he's it's... so strong. Oh yeah, it's great. Them. Like
0: he is a threat. Like they need
1: the they hundred... need the whole team, right?
0: And I mean, like seeing like the the shield get broken into pieces, I'm like, stop.
1: He's got a hammer now. What does yeah. he need a shield but the for? The shield's cool. No, shield's I know cool. it's very sad. <laughs> it's the end of an era. This is you know? the end of an era.
0: Uh, in my note was just like, stop in all caps messing with the dang shield. I like the shield. And the one that he brings back from the past doesn't look as cool. It's got like little brackets in it. I, I why didn't know why this. mess with success? Um, I mean, just the. I, I don't know what we can say about like the on your left scene that hasn't already been said, but like, come on.
1: It's so great. Like, it's the perfect callback.
0: Like, they did such a good job. And like, I do, like, in the theaters, like, I can remember like, because it's so quiet. And then, like, you hear, like, Sam come on the radio, and people are like, <gasps> and it's like, ah! <laughs> people are just going ape shit, and, Because, uh, like, now, know.
1: like, we think of it, but, like, at the time, like, it's kind of a, like, a low, like, it's, a, it's like a line we know. Like, we know that it's Sam, but it's, like, pretty subtle. Yeah. That callback, I feel like.
0: And, like, this is definitely, like, because the guys that, I think I already said, like, the writers for this, they did Infinity War. They did Civil War, and they also did Winter Soldier, so of course that's like a callback for them too, yeah. and I think that was a really cool moment. Um, Sam has gone on to like he's like a new like main character in the MCU, so like this is like a big moment for him. And then having like Chadwick Boseman be like the first one to come out I is know. like uh, so cool.
1: Um, I really love. So I know we're kind of giving Captain Marvel a hard time, and that she's Bridget, but like she also delivers one of the my favorite lines of the whole movie. She goes, "Hey, Peter Parker." Like, I just love it.
0: like, got something for me? It's
1: just really good delivery. A
0: lot of people interpret that line as very sultry.
1: I think that Brie (laughs) Larson does have kind of a sultry voice with that, but I just like it, because she's like, you're all right, Kit. No, it's great. It is a little bit, like...
0: No, it's really good. I love it. And it's just, seeing everybody come back, it's just, they knew that this was going to be a moment where everyone's just, like, losing their shit, so it's, like, so prolonged, fucking howard the ducks in the background
1: i didn't see that i
0: said it when he was on screen you barely see him but it's when like all of the the well the guardians come out of titan and they open a portal to like that like weird like snow planet from the second one and it's like a bunch of people walking in and you see him like at the bottom with a gun i'm like who invited him (laughs) kevin can you imagine if like they actually included him fighting like at some point like they hand off the gauntlet to Howard the Duck for like five seconds, and no, they're like, we never talked. So We've been so stupid."
1: Um, I, I don't like that it. Thanos is like acting like he's stronger than Captain Marvel. Like he basically gets one up on her. What do
0: you mean, acting like it. It's that's like, I mean, that was the whole no, thing. I mean, like, like he,
1: it, like they, sh- the, in the movie, like they were like, "Yeah, he is." I'm like, "No, but he's only, not."
0: Only when he has a a power stone. No one. That's that's the only reason he does it. Like he like headbutts her. And she like tanks it, and she's like overpowering him. And it's not until he takes the power stone out.
1: No, but right before that, he does knock her down.
0: Oh well, yeah, but then he, she instantly is back. I know, but so I think she's just like very, she's very durable. Um, I mean, they just needed to be, you know. She yeah, she took out the ship, but he's he's a strong boy. Um, Big T's a tank.
1: Big T also loves a good sit.
0: you know i saw something about this a couple
1: of times yeah because he's
0: like "Mm, like i'm just gonna sit here and wait i
1: and later like after he's like losing he like sits down
0: just take a load off yes for for life i like the idea that he he thought it was cool that dr strange did that in infinity war like he like saw that happen too somehow (laughs) and he was like oh shit like yeah that's cool like let me let me do this just like sit and wait for for my enemies to approach me
1: <laughs> it's, very
0: intimidating
1: it's a very Voldemort ending with the death scene again
0: totally absolutely another Harry Potter ref I also just think like the sitting thing and like oh like go go bring the stones to me it's like yeah. he's so cocky yeah
1: he's but just, he like, sits when he dies too right
0: but before that it's just like oh yeah like I got this go get the stones I'm gonna fucking kick their ass Yeah. <laughs> like they're, they're nothing. I'm, I'm inevitable. I, I beat them once so I'm going to do it again. That Except is... like...
1: That's the confidence Harry has in uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. He's like, I know I can do the Paternus because I'd already done it.
0: Yep. Yep. Parallels.
1: Classic.
0: Yeah, and just like the... Yeah, I I like that we get like the difference. It kind of like... We understand now that like Thanos is full of shit the whole time. The But the Thanos that we saw in Infinity War was like hmm, like, yes, I have a grand master plan and you all just don't understand how good it is. But this Thanos is like, fuck you. You don't know, like, what I've got, so I'm gonna, like, destroy your whole planet and it's gonna be a great time. Like, he's so, like...
1: He's like, now it's personal. Yeah,
0: he's, like, immature about it. (laughs) Like, which is weird to say, but... Yeah, it's just, they they differentiated them well. And the, the whole, the battle, even though it's, like, huge in scope, they do a really good job of, like, everybody, like, gets their own little moment. We're like hopping around just like I think this is like what people talk about when they're like people are discussing the MCU and being like I couldn't imagine a movie like this like when I was a kid reading comic books. It's like, yeah, we have Spider-Man holding the Infinity Gauntlet, web swinging from Valkyrie, riding a Pegasus while like it is (laughs) Star Lord. And yeah, Yeah. like it is super ridiculous. I got to respect that the CGI for this was good.
1: Oh, yeah, like, I don't even notice it. Like it, it there's also so much happening.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, like, of course, there's probably stuff that I missed, but, like.
1: I don't know what filming this is like with the CGI and all. Like, it's just, like, there's so many moving parts. There's a. Uh, like, the choreography of it.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's a behind-the-scenes clip that, uh, I forget who was filming it. I think it was Chris Pratt. Who you? They're definitely not supposed to have cell phones on set, but he's just, like, on his phone, like filming, and they're like on a set, which is like well, part of like the destroyed battlefield. Yes, big guy. Um, but they have like part of like the destroyed like battlefield is a set, and then you have like the blue screen in the background. Right. But it was so crazy because like you just have like the whole cast like standing around talking. He like pans over to Chris Evans, who's like like posing and like being goofy, and everyone's like, it's like the the salary that is in that clip is just absurd. <laughs> Cause it's all the big names, yeah. just like standing around talking shit. I'm like that, the insurance that the studio had to pay time that like, they had like 20 like a list celebrities on set at the same time. Absurd. Absolutely absurd.
1: All right. I've fast forwarded. I'm at the end.
0: Yeah. I mean, not too many notes to have on the fight itself. Um, but they win. Spoilers: Thanos Thanos gets got once yeah. and for all, for real this time. He can't come back. No resurrections this time, as as he likes to say. And uh, unfortunately, that comes at the cost of our little dear, tea. yeah, Lil Yeah, Lil T's life, which is pretty pretty rough. He's he's not looking so hot at the beginning of the movie and at the end of this movie.
1: Yeah, and part of me feels like I feel like they could have figured out. Like, he could have uh, just used, like, maybe one of the stones to, like, punch Thanos, and then... Like, there were, like, some other options.
0: Sure. But, you know, it was a, it was a pain. This was, it was the one. It was the one in 14 million or whatever. Right. I knew what he had to do. I also like that moment, like, when Doctor Strange is like, if I tell you what's going to happen, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Like, yep.
1: But then he does the
0: one. He had, he had one. to do it. <laughs> there's no, like, there's no time for hesitation.
1: Um... Yeah, so I'm at the funeral or whatever. Yeah,
0: so, yeah, we have, like, this yeah, really, like, nice moment where it's, like, everybody's everybody's at the lake house. So we have the the main crew of the movie, and they're, like, all in their little groups. They're all wearing suits, including, like, Drax, which is very funny. Well, um,
1: and, <laughs> of course, uh, Tony makes a pre-eulogy. Yeah. Which I was like, what does this make, like, for? At this point that he's, like, recorded (laughs) him, like, dying, so I'm going to, like, say that my piece. So chances are
0: one of these is actually going to get used.
1: Um, But I was like, Morgan has the absolute correct reaction to seeing this, like, weird version of her dad. She's, like, scared of it. I'm like, yeah, you should be. This was weird. It's really weird. Tony, they don't need this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But he thinks they do, because, of course, he does.
1: Like, write a letter. (laughs) Maybe a voice memo. He doesn't
0: know how to handwrite. He doesn't do that anymore. But, yeah, agreed. Um, but I, I, thought this was good and like, yeah, even though it was weird, like I thought it was like a good little speech that he gave.
1: Like it's weird, like in context, right, not right, right, right. like, I don't think it's weird to have it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just, it was cool. And I liked that they had everybody there, including Fury and the kid from Iron Man three, which definitely most people are like, who the hell is that? <laughs> because he's like way older now, but I, I liked the implication that like that meant maybe he was still like helping him out with stuff and
1: like they were in yeah. communique or not like he just yeah. like changed sure his life.
0: Yeah. Be cool either way. Uh, but yeah having having Nick Fury there was just like cool. Like we hadn't seen him in a long time yeah. in the movies. Like he's on the post Was scene that even anymore, the
1: real Nick Fury? Yeah.
0: I think that was. I think that was the last thing he did before he left Earth. Okay. In my in my head canon, he did that and then he was like, "All right, Robin, you, you there. take over now." Yeah, we don't care about her though.
1: Nick doesn't even have a line. You no, just see he him walk over to Captain
0: Marvel. Yeah. Uh, and, and where
1: they're devising a plan, I guess.
0: Probably. And then yeah, the rest of the, the ending we just like are kind of we're wrapping up stuff. We, we get
1: the best Thor moment in my opinion of like the dick measuring contest between the two Chrises. Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pratt.
0: Like it was already good in Infinity War and then it was yeah, bring really it back. funny.
1: It's like, no, of course you're the captain. Like of That's course. that's peak Thor, in, in my charge. opinion. Like that <laughs> is what I think of as Thor. And I think that's a good callback to the first Thor, second Thor, even Thor Ragnarok. Like that, that little scene really encapsulates who <laughs> I think of as Thor. And I don't think it's consistent in other stuff. No,
0: but I think you're right. They just, yeah, it's it's really good. It's just, he's very, like, naturally funny, and he doesn't have to be, like, making, like, a big joke out of it. Right. It's <laughs> much,
1: it's much more subtle, but. Uh,
0: and I, it, it makes me wish that they had embraced, like, him and Star Lord being together more, because I think the dynamic yeah. is so funny. Yeah, I think
1: they work well together. And then Bucky's saying goodbye to him, because he knows that he's going back for good. When it do you think they discussed like, this
0: plan? Do you think, like, they built.
1: Probably when they were snuggling at night.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think like as you know, he's
1: going back to the woman like, he loves. Yeah, like
0: right after the fight.
1: <laughs> They're probably having like, a slumby. They like walk off the battlefield,
0: and Cap's like, "Dude, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here like tomorrow."
1: <laughs> I think they wait a couple of days to put the stones back.
0: So. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I bet it is like at Tony's funeral where he's just like, "I'm not coming back."
0: Yeah, he's like, "Well, I'm gonna come back, but I'm gonna be looking like Joe Biden."
1: He probably doesn't even tell him he's gonna do that. You don't think? Because I don't it, think he knows that he's going to do that. Well, I
0: guess I guess not, yeah. Um, I guess he just kind of assumed he would die in the other timeline.
1: Yeah, he doesn't like know what will happen. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I thought this was really cool. I mean, it was just, like, very sweet. And, like, I didn't want them to kill anybody, really. I knew that people had to die. I was fine with Tony, but I was like, I like Captain America. And I liked his trilogy also, the best. I wanted him to come life. back. Right, so... He, like, a lot of people, like, point this out as, like, a moment of selfishness for Cap. And, like, not in a bad way. It's it just is like he's dedicating his entire life yeah. to, like, giving up on a sense of normal life. He's been a, a martyr life. for his whole life. Right. And now he's like, well, I have an opportunity to, like, live. And it's not going to do anything bad. Right. So I'm going to take he's it. He's
1: finally taking his own advice.
0: Right. Exactly. And I think that's really cool. I know some people didn't like it because of that implication. But, like, come on he nah, needed that everyone was happy and clearly him. peggy was happy and i really hope that like when he like went back he was like just like told her he's like yeah i, I just came back in time to like live with you for the rest of my life because i think he's not romantic
1: i think he would have to explain it a yeah, little bit
0: yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah and of course that he also like hands off his shield to sam
1: yes very explicitly
0: well, what I think is interesting was like how the the showrunners for Falcon and the Winter Soldier like grappled with that. Because people like interviewing them were definitely like, he gave him the shield at the end of Endgame. So like why did we do Explicit, all this? Explicit, yes. And they I'm were just kind of like they hand waved it a little bit by being like, Well, yes, like he gave him the shield and like Sam did like accept it, like being like, I'll try my best. But then it kind of works for me that, like, he would have had, like, so much time after Endgame to, like, deliberate, like, do I really, like, want to do this? Like, is this really, like, what I want to do? But I, I, it was a stupid decision to give it to the government. But...
1: Definitely. like
0: it, I, I think it's, like... They definitely, like, set it up on, like, a plate for him to just, like, take over from the jump. But I think it makes it more interesting for Sam's character.
1: They needed a little conflict going into that
0: because it was so much of it was like oh like am i the right person and like the like the race factor and like how the government like handles like the title and
1: well yeah we talk a lot about that in our er very early episodes of captain or
0: falcon and the winter soldier yeah yeah that's also captain falcon
1: Uh (laughs) and talked a lot about the whole military complex of the mcu in general so yeah
0: check those out if you haven't like gone back to the yeah i think those were good episodes because there's a lot of depth to talk about there, even regardless of your opinion on the quality of the show itself, the themes. We're great. What?
1: We're great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. All
1: right. We're almost at the length of time of this movie, so let's uh, <laughs> let's wrap it up. This is still shorter Big than G. our
0: Spider-Man Far From Home episode.
1: I can't go back there.
0: <laughs> we never will. We never will. Uh, well, I think I'm very happy that we, we're able to do our our two year timeline line it up with Endgame, um, as we mentioned uh, last week. We will continue to go full circle with the MCU. We'll be watching uh, Far from, well, maybe not Far from Home again, uh, but Black Widow, Shang Chi. So, but we'll get back to that in the future. We got some older Marvel stuff coming out soon. Yeah, we've soon, got some though.
1: just general Marvel unaffiliated stuff. Maybe like the Nick Fury movie. <laughs> Maybe some other stuff that we won't say. I'm going to
0: track down some of the uh, the unreleased Fantastic Four movie. From we'll back have in the to 90s. figure out
1: what our three year anniversary movie will be because you know we had Fantastic Four, we just had Endgame. You know what else have we we've been working towards? It's
0: got to be something big. So if you got any ideas, let us know.
1: I've got an idea. Oh, you do. All right. Well, until next time, we'll leave you on a little cliffhanger.
0: Oh, how exciting! And we are. Out, out of the, the Superverse. Universe.